Good morning, my friends. It is Sheena Diane, and we are going to do some Jesus Calling for your daily dose of encouragement this morning. I have to say that I'm so excited because when I came on Anchor for the first time today, I was bombarded with call-ins, and it just makes me feel so warm and fuzzy inside. I can't even tell you. So um, I think I published most of them. If I didn't publish them, it was because it was a private one or one that I felt, um, <clears throat> you know, was something I wouldn't want to share with everybody. But thank you guys for calling into my station. It just really gets me excited. I have been so overwhelmed. If you guys listen to my <laughs> comment to Meg's call, um, I have my cousins coming over today and I literally have no time whatsoever to get anything done because um, my, my girls get home at 2.30. I have to pick them up. So I have to leave the house and go pick them up. And then my cousins will be here at 3.30 and I don't get off work until 4.30. So between somewhere in that time frame before they get here, I've got to figure out how to clean my house. Now it's kind of tidy already. So I, I mean, it's um, my husband. So, so grateful that he actually... Um, had the girls clean up yesterday and I was so excited about that because when I got in there really isn't much more for me to do other than vacuum and do the dishes and um, you know fold the laundry and stuff but um, I want to get all that stuff done and I haven't cleaned the bathroom so I'm just kind of like stressing out and I just keep remembering the um, the um, daily dose of encouragement that was yesterday which was do what needs to be done today today and put everything else tomorrow. And I keep having to remind myself of that because I'm trying to do everything at once and not getting anything done at all. So, um, all right, we're going to start with your daily dose of encouragement. Today is December 20th of 2017, only four days left. Oh my goodness. Wow. Well, I guess it depends on when you celebrate because my husband's family celebrates on the 24th, but I usually, like I was raised to, to celebrate on the 25th. So I guess it's either four or five days, depending on when you celebrate. But either way, Santa's coming on the 24th. So be ready, right? Be ready. Here we go. When I joined the ranks of humanity... Born into the humblest conditions, my glory was hidden from all but a few people. Occasionally, streaks of glory shone out of me, especially when I began to do miracles. Towards the end of my life, I was taunted and tempted to display more of my awesome power than my father's, oh, than my father's plan permitted. I could have called down legions of angels to rescue me at any point. Imagine the self-control required of a martyr who could free himself at will. All of this was necessary to provide the relationship with me that you now enjoy. Let your life become a praise song to me by proclaiming my glorious presence in this world. John 2, 11. Whoo! Um, that was deep. Could you imagine? I mean... I can't even watch The Passion of Christ without bawling my eyes out. Anytime, you know, it's funny, David from um, Wash and Clean and I had this conversation. I think it was over uh, phone calls, like, you know, calling back and forth. But we had this conversation at one point because I am so emotional when it comes to my Jesus. I mean, so emotional. When I go to church and a song hits me the right way, the words hit me the right way, I am a blubbering mess, man. I will just start crying. Because Jesus, oh my God, just the name, 
There's so much power in that name, Jesus. I have such a strong relationship with him that I feel connected to him in so many different ways. And um, it's amazing. It is amazing that he could have saved himself from that terrible, terrible death that he had to do so that we could have this relationship with him. I mean, <laughs> I don't think anyone in this world has ever been loved more than Jesus loves us. Not your mom, not your dad, not your husband, not your kids. Jesus loves us that much. There's so much pure love in him for us. And that just is so amazing to me. It chokes me up. It chokes me up to know that he died for me, that he went through all that pain. I mean, listen to this passage. He could have called down legions of angels to rescue him at any point. I mean, at any point. I don't know. I, I know. I know I couldn't do it. If I had the power of God in me to be able to just do a miracle, I would like, I would have called the angels to come and get me. Like, I don't think I could have went through that, but it is so amazing that he did, you know, and we all as Christians walk this path of hardship because it's hard to be a Christian. It is. You get a lot of ridicule. You get a lot of people who hate you hate. I mean, people hate Christians. Now, I've been a Christian my entire life for as long as I can remember. And I do know a lot of Christians out there who make it very easy to hate Christian faith. I, I, I'm saying that to be honest um, because they're very judgmental and they're very much in this little box. As a matter of fact, when I was younger, I went to a Baptist church. Now, this is not, not criticizing Baptist churches at all because I was baptized as a Baptist, so I'm not um, ridiculing them or saying that Baptists are bad, but I went to this one particular Baptist church and I was about maybe 11 or 12 and I wore shorts, like real cute little shorts to church. And my Sunday school teacher told me that I needed to call my mom because I was going to go to hell for wearing shorts because men wear shorts and women should never dress in men's clothing. And I was devastated because at 11 years old, I'm like, I'm going to go to hell. What? You know, um, and so I called my mom. Well, I think, I think originally she didn't want me to call my mom, but I would, I was crying. Like I was really upset. So she ended up calling my mom, um, to come and get me from like a church Sunday school. Um, or maybe it was like a Wednesday's church. I don't remember, but it was a time where it was like a youth thing. And I was so devastated, you know, and I think there's a lot of Christians that live in this little box that it has to be, you know, written. But the way that we believe is that the Bible is. The Bible is there as a guideline to help us through our difficulties, to help us through our good times and our bad times. It is not there for you to look at it word for word and say a woman should not dress in men's clothing, which means I cannot wear pants or shorts. That's not what that means. You know, um, it just, you take it literally and, and then it becomes a different meaning than what God really wanted it to be. I think that a lot of it is metaphorically. And you also have to remember that a lot of what the Bible, how it's written was back in the older times. So a lot of the way, the wording and the way that they said and did things are different. You know, women didn't really have a voice back in those days. So that's why it's very, you know, focused on men doing things. But God, Jesus came to abolish that behavior, to abolish that thinking, you know, single-mindedly 
and he came to preach love. And I think if, if we would just take that message of love and realize what that means, then I don't think there would be as much hate in the Christian religion or, and just around Christians in general, because we are called to love. And to me, that, that means everybody, you know, black, white, tan, pink, whatever, you know, women, men, gay, bisexual, lesbian, we are called to love everybody because guess what? Whether you want to like it or not, we are all God's children. We all make mistakes. We all have sin. None of us are free of sin. So none of us can judge anyone. And I think that if we kind of like looked at things and said, look at what God did for me. He died on the cross so that I can love my gay cousin. And I do love my gay cousin. I do. I couldn't imagine him being any other way. And this may upset some Christians out there because I understand it's not the norm. But God came to say, you know what? Jesus is here to say, love each other. I am not going to judge you. That is up to you and God, whether it be wrong or right. That's not me. I can't decide that. I cannot decide that that is wrong or right. I can only love because that's what God asked me to do. And if you show me kindness, I promise you, I will show you kindness. If you give me friendship, I promise you, I will give you my friendship. I will give you my all. I will do everything I can to be your friend because that's what God asked me to do. And that is what is inside me. So I encourage you guys to just love each other today and remember what God gave up for us. Jesus could have called legions of angels to rescue him. But instead, he died excruciating death so that we could have the relationship with him today that we have. Praise him. Sing him songs. Give him the glory. He is the presence of the, of the world. And remember, he came to preach love, to abolish the old-timey beliefs. He came to preach love. I think we forget that love each other, especially during this holiday season, especially for those cousins that you haven't seen in a long time and aggravate you or the ones who you may not agree with their lifestyle. But you know what? You don't have to. You don't have to. It's not about judgment. It's about love. Just show them love and everything will fall into place. You don't have to love what they do. You just have to love them. Bye guys. See you tomorrow.